0: you'll hear these days is, don't judge me. And the thing about it is, a lot of people think that that's an A reasonable way to live your life is to not be quote judged and I'm not really saying for the most part that other people should judge you I'm more saying I guess you could argue that you ought to probably judge yourself than have other people judge you I want to talk today on this idea of standards today that relates to judgment because that's what you're judged by if people are doing it correctly or if you're doing it correctly to yourself uh, so I want to talk about standards on the daily summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I'm your host, I'm Kurt, and today is Monday, the 21st of March of 2022. Welcome to everyone who's here on Rumble, the podcast, YouTube, BitChute, Cloud. Hub, my Facebook page, that's the Kurt's Religion and Politics page there, Kurt'sReligionandPolitics.locals.com, Religion and Politics.locals.com, i on the Kurt's Religion and Politics group primarily there, Parlor, Gab, Twitter, wherever else you happen to be catching me today. And again, the subject is standards. Let's go ahead and get through notes so that we can get on with the freedom discussion, but I do want to sort of set that baseline sort of to give an idea of what I'm talking about. I'll be the first to acknowledge I don't agree with homosexuality, bisexuality, transsexuality, and a large number of other things I count to be, quote, deviant, end of quote. I'll also be the first in line to say I don't agree with abusing folks who claim any of the above labels. You shouldn't do it. They are, first and foremost, human and ought to be treated as such, right? That makes sense, I think. I think anybody anybody who doesn't agree with that, we have problems with. We can disagree, me and such folks, and can still be nice and kind to one another. I don't see any reason why that can't happen. Why, uh, what should my disagreement mean to them for the most part? Well, mostly nothing. They live their lives, I live mine, and I don't, though I may disagree, I don't, go around beating on them or telling them that they can't live the life that they choose to. What is one one of the uh, most important bases for my argument with them? Even if you ignore God or make the statement you don't think he exists or maybe that he, quote, supports such people, and I have to tell you we disagree on that as well, the idea of having standards is a pretty important one for a variety of reasons. In fact, if you were born with not just male genitalia, but more importantly, male DNA, as various folks have pointed out, saying you're a woman can be potentially deadly. If you refuse to admit who you are to a doctor, for example, the same applies in reverse. i.e., If you're a woman trying to say you're a man to a medical professional, sometimes, that individual can tell you're saying something that's not true. Others, it's much harder. One thing's for sure. Arguing that you're the opposite sex from your physical person flies in the face of standards. Like it or not, your physical person is what gender or sex is built on. The concepts, the constructs that exist, that exist on purpose are built on that and there are intentional reasons for that to be the case. Am I saying you can't go around saying you're a man if you're a woman or vice versa? No, I'm not. There are times though when you can and must admit the reality of who you are. As I say, medical situations are among them. An example of this would be a man being in the woman's locker room to dress and undress having admitted he finds ladies attractive. Where it's not universally true he may act on that fact. There are documented cases where such things have occurred and most in most cases they've been completely improper where your dysphoria is a result, uh, well, excuse me. Whether your dysphoria is a result of nature or nurture is beside the point. By the way, what's important is what you do with who you claim to be. It's not correct for a person to say, whether or not true, he or she was born a kleptomaniac or born a serial killer, and go around behaving as if it was okay for him. Or her to act on that quote reality end of quote. It's no more okay for him to act those things out if he wasn't quote made that way way by nature uh, than if he was. It's no no more or less the case. It's not reasonable either for a person to be male, to be, uh, excuse me, born male to compare, uh, I can't read today, to compete in female sports, particularly. Uh, or excuse me, (laughs) boy, I'm having a fun time of it. Pretty much any of them, okay? Whether because the person will be stronger or faster, even just as a rule, or worse yet, be like the MMA fighter who went around destroying, quote, natural end of quote, ladies. He literally put one or more in the hospital by his actions, and not in a menial minor way. This is just one reason trans gender folks should not compete in their chosen genders sports. Uh, I might point out one more thing. You don't hear about ladies competing against men as a rule in transgender fashions. Why not? Because for the most part, even an average male athlete would destroy a female competing against him, claiming to be male or not. So even if they do it, you're not going to see it because they're never going to make it anywhere. Most of the time, I'm not saying that'll never happen. There have been people who have, uh, blown that mold away. Standards are important. This is just part of the reason that's true. Okay. I'm done with my notes. Let me get on with what I, what I'm saying here. I think first of all, the chances are really good. If you have paid attention to what I said in my notes, forgiving my various flubs, uh, You already know what I'm saying. You already know. If you take a woman athlete and you put her in a male arena, if you took women basketball players who were transgender uh, to men and put them in the men's basketball arena, most of the time, I'm not saying always because it wouldn't happen always, but I would estimate more than 75% Probably more than 80% and possibly more than 85% of the time, maybe more even yet. Those ladies would not make the cut into professional teams or even college level teams. They just wouldn't. There might be some exceptions. There might be some places for co-ed play. uh, I don't know. I don't think baseball, but maybe, maybe softball. I can't answer. I don't even know where that would happen. But in general, The men's records for running, for swimming, for, you know, for a number of um, baskets on a basketball court for, you know, for various things and their stats for various things. The men's are way stronger than ladies and you can make the argument. It's just that ladies haven't been working at it for as long. I think I'd have to disagree with you on that. I think what you're gonna find over the long term is except for people using performance enhancing substances, mostly ladies are just not going to be able to make it in the men's world. There used to be a bodybuilder by the name of Bev Francis and Bev was big and I don't know if she used uh, uh, steroids or whatever or not, couldn't answer that. But it doesn't really matter, she was big. But by comparison to these two behemoths, uh, I forget their names now, Who uh, Coleman maybe and, and the other one, uh, these two behemoths made her look tiny even though she was huge for a woman and what i'm saying is even when you look at lady uh weightlifters lady bodybuilders lady whatever even if they're using performance enhancing substances i think you're generally going to find that the ladies cannot compete in the men's arena men could compete in the ladies arena and they could win handily in, in both cases, I'm pretty sure if they chose to do so, but women could not compete in the men's. And so the point is, when you take a guy like, as so many have said, when you take a guy uh, and put him in a swimming pool against a bunch of ladies, he's going to break records if he's even not mediocre, but, but, you know, low, low, high end sort of way, he's going to break records. This is why standards are important, just like for things like driving your car at the speed limit and so, so many other things. This is part of the reason standards are so doggone important. Okay, I need to go ahead and wrap this up. This is, uh, this has been the Daily Summation from Culture Religion and Politics. I'm your host, I'm Curtin. today is Monday, the 21st of March of 2022. Uh, that means oh, the beginning of the work week for a lot of folks. Uh, that means tomorrow will be Tuesday, the 22nd of March of 2022. Thank you for everyone who's been here on Rumble, on the podcast, on YouTube, on BitChute, on CloudUp, on my Facebook page, the Kurtz Religion and Politics page on Facebook, on Politics.locals.com, on Minds.com, M-I-N-D-S.com, on the Kurtz Religion and Politics group, primarily there on Parler, on Gab, or on Twitter. Uh, thanks for coming along today. It's been a pleasure to have you here thank you for doing for coming along today's subject has been standards and tomorrow we're going to talk about the subject of a balanced budget and i'm going to explain why where a balanced budget is a good place to start it's not where we should be ending up it is not where we should be ending up people that's not what we should be looking for so tune in tomorrow if you want to hear me talk a little bit about that hope you're having a good day today hope everything is going well for you forgive any gaffes that you might see in my Uh, podcast. Remember that I I really enjoy bringing the podcast to you, and hopefully we will see you again on Tuesday's edition of the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. The speaker on this edition of the Daily Summation is Kurt Schubert. This podcast was created on Monday, the 21st of March of 2022. The Daily Summation is created for Kurt's Religion and Politics. <laughs> Thanks for watching today's edition of the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. Don't forget to come back tomorrow uh, to check out the next one. Remember, on various platforms, primarily Rumble, YouTube, BitChute, and CloudHub, and the audio podcast, you can subscribe to my content. For the audio of the podcast, you probably want to use Apple, Google, or Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. In order to find me on those platforms, you can go to the Kurtz Religion and Politics channels on Rumble, YouTube, BitChute, and CloudHub. You can also get to my content on Facebook by finding the Kurtz Religion and Politics page there. Mine's M-I-N-D-S dot com, uh, where you will find me at the Kurtz Religion and Politics group and locals.com as well. You can look there. I post my daily video on various social media sites, really only about three, parlor Gab, and Twitter at present. I am at Schubert on each of them. And you can find me under them, and you can find the videos under me. Uh, you should be able to find my podcasts on Google and Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It's also on podcasts.kpshubert.com. That's podcasts with an S dot k-p-s-h-u-b-e-r-t dot com uh, if, if you're looking for me on various of the podcast sites, you probably want to search Kurt's Religion and Politics, not the Daily Summation. Keep in mind you can subscribe to my content various on various places that I put it. Uh, all constructive feedback is welcome. You can like, dislike, add a rumble, or give whatever feedback is available on any of the platforms that you can do such things. You can add, also add a comment, on what I put there unless you're advertising or doing something that I believe will harm others I'll leave your comments out there even if I don't agree with or understand them I will try to let you know I've seen them when possible and may reply if I feel it's reasonable, appropriate and possible of course Thanks again for viewing this edition of the Daily Summation from Church Politics Don't forget to come back again for tomorrow's as well